Hey everyone, it's Karsten. I just wanted to give a quick thank you to our patrons before we get into the episode. If you're a consistent listener of the pod, I highly recommend becoming a patron at uh, patreon.com slash karscast. Not only because you get exclusive access to bonus episodes, Q&As, shoutouts at the end of every episode, and much more, but because you would be supporting us a ton. Because we, as you all know, don't we, we don't have sponsors. Uh, with all that out of the way, uh, please consider becoming a patron, patreon.com slash carscast, and enjoy the episode. Carscast. Uh, my name is Jeff. I watch movies sometimes. And I'm Karsten. I also, I also watch movies sometimes. You're listening to the Carscast movie cast. Hello. Welcome to the 71st episode of the Carscast movie cast. Jeff, how many seasons did the TV show Twin Peaks run for? Uh, see, the thing is, this is now a question that I actually have never seen the show, and people are going to probably be mad when I say something yeah. that's like, completely wrong. You're jumping in. Uh, three? Two. Uh, uh, I knew it was like not that many. That's all I knew. You're always just a little bit like, off. Everyone's like... Every, Everyone's like, it's kind of weird. The general populace, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, that's... Uh, moving on. <laughs> um, today, I'm super excited about this. Uh, I always look forward to recording these podcasts. Uh, but, <laughs> but today, I'm extremely excited. Uh, I've been waiting for this for two weeks. Um, it is the sequel to the first uh, time we did this. Uh, Letterbox Lucy is here. Uh, We're back, yes. 3D glasses. <laughs> <laughs> They're over my regular glasses. <laughs> I wasn't here for the first one of these, but I just remember that as a joke, I put on the touch up my appearance and I forgot to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> we get a bunch of comments. I learned that, that like, was a preference in Zoom, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to untouch up my appearance. They're like, hey, Jeff looks there we go. really good today. I don't know what it is, but. <laughs> So we get the more haggard-looking realist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, because especially because the film we're going to be talking about, both films, really. Yeah. You know, it's they they kind of just take a lot out of you. So this is really right. my my real appearance. Definitely. Um, I on that note, I guess I'd like to apologize. I haven't shaved in a few days. Got a big bushy mustache going on. So. Well, it's good that this is a podcast. Then. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That is that is true. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, anyways, Lucy, how? Lot lot has changed since the last time you were here. Um, yes, like, <laughs> the world has changed. The world is much different. Uh, but how have you been? What's what's going on? I'm I'm simply chilling. That's yeah. what I would say. That's yeah, that's a good yeah. way of putting it. I'm doing um, okay. I mean, 2020 is what it is. So we're is all just yeah. Had some something cool happen last month with uh the variety thing so that was fun that was congratulations on that that was really thank cool thank you thank uh, you to anyone who isn't aware you had a article in variety you had like a it was like a list of good movies to watch in quarantine is that right yes yeah yes it was a it was like a they changed it to the word quirky i was like i didn't know uh. that but <laughs> it was like a quirky comedies list and yeah, yeah it was yeah. just a cool opportunity i didn't even seek it out so now that exists and that's a cool thing that i did this that's year. amazing that's awesome yeah lucy i want to bring this up because i want to get your in-person take and honestly sorry if 
you didn't want to talk about this, but we found ourselves in the same beef. I want to see like two weeks ago on some oh, Twitter yeah, post. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a month ago, right? You brought yeah. it, you're bringing up the beef. Okay. We'll I, bring, I had to bring it up because I think it, it was the first time where like all of us were in the same shit. Cause like, I feel like- That's not true. I think it's the first time you ever noticed. Well, probably, I, well, I've noticed, but uh, well, yeah. Cause I stay <laughs> off of like the film footer side that I think hates me. me. You're very polite. I will <laughs> give you that, yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, cause, so, okay, for anyone that doesn't know, I don't even remember what the specific meme was, but it was like all our profile pictures in this one, uh, and honestly, are we talking about the same thing? Because I'm talking about the guy. No, who... no, I know what you're talking about. I'm just okay, trying to remember yeah. what it looked like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a forgettable meme to begin with, but someone was yeah, like, "It wasn't a great meme." And apparently, he was reposting it, and he was like, "Everybody, calm down. I don't actually hate all these people, except Lucy. I hate her, though." That's what he said. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I guarantee he. I'm a very hateable person, so I was probably also an exception. <laughs> I did I was... see some hate on you in, in another place recently. They're like, oh, I hate that guy. And I was like, that's the first time I ever saw that. Oh, no, I'm, before. yeah, it, they're out to get me. But <laughs> anyways, um, I'm, uh, yeah, that was, that was a fun experience is all I had to say. Um, I'm right, glad there yeah, was a lot was of fun. support behind us, though. Um yeah, as soon as those things pop up, usually a lot of people get riled up real fast, which mm -hmm. is why I take, like, if I do address it, I always say, like, don't attack anybody. I'm just trying to make a joke about it because I think it's funny. Yeah, your response, <laughs> like one, it was like the Mean, what, Girls, the video? mean Girls video. Perfect yeah, where she's response like, to that. Yeah, she's like talking about being in the plastics. That's all I wanted to say. And then people got upset. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um,. Letterbox has not gotten any better since last time we no. talked. It's In actually fact, gotten like so much worse. With more time to think, yeah, I think it's gotten worse probably. Yeah, yeah Letterbox is so weird just because it's like just people writing stuff about movies is the whole concept yeah. of the site. And people get so really. Like, I don't get how you are just mad. You're like, I'm mad that you didn't write what I wanted you to write. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's like every it's like day. Yeah, it's like every day. It's like people realize that like personal opinions. Like, they've never encountered one before, yeah. so they're like, I'm right. mad that you don't have the exact same taste that I have, is essentially yeah. what it like, is. There's a reason it lets every person rate the film. Right. I yeah. recently had this, like, a, a, I had a lot of backlash over the fact that I dropped Anomalisen from a 5 to a 3.5, and I was like, I okay, that. that was, okay, oh, man, we... I want to talk a little bit about that, but first of all, um, I thought that was bad, and then I gave Toy Story 4 a four and a half, not thinking anything of it. I was just like, yeah, great movie, and that one, the backlash was even worse. <laughs> People were furious. I was like, Jesus Christ. They were furious that that was too high. Yeah, they were like, oh yeah, Toy Story 4 is better than Anomalisa, sure, and I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> what are you saying? You know... You know that you're hated on Letterboxd when, like, people bring receipts from other ratings into the mm -hmm. review or the list. They're like, yeah. you gave this movie this, and, and it's like, okay, now you're thinking too much into it, like, more than I mm -hmm. <laughs> Exactly. People are like, someone was like, oh, so There Will Be Blood is a four, and Toy Story 4 is a four and a half? <laughs> 
And some guy responded and was like, yeah, you, that doesn't make any sense why you would bring that up. And then he actually responded. He was like, no, it actually makes perfectly fine sense if you have a rating system. And, and I'm like, what are you doing? Do you think that like <laughs> film reviewers for newspapers had like, do people just send them like emails about that? <laughs> Probably. Because, okay, like, so I had letters in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I actually had a film professor um, at my undergrad who used to be a film reviewer for, he was a critic for the Orlando Sentinel newspaper, which is like, you know, one of the bigger newspapers in Florida. Um, and he actually gave uh, Garfield, like the Bill Murray live action Garfield, a higher rating than Fight Club. <laughs> So I asked him about it, and he was like, yeah, he's like, I think I must have just been having a weird day. <laughs> and that's what it is. It just that's all it is. depends on the day. <laughs> Sometimes Garfield is better than Fight Club. Right. Uh, and it's just like to, to rate things in general is so arbitrary. Like the one I always think is so funny that nobody points out is that I have like many Disney Channel original movies rated higher than, like, Citizen Kane. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and it's, like, they have nothing. They're, like, at the opposite ends of, you know, film. And it's, yeah. like, nothing has to do with anything. It's just do what mm -hmm. you want, really. It's so dumb, yeah. Uh, cool. Well, well, I'm glad we got, um, I'm glad we got a little bit of a rant out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, should we get into today's movie, though? Today, we're talking about First Cow. This is a 2020 movie directed by Kelly Reichardt, who um, I am just recently getting pretty obsessed with. Uh, and as you should. As I should, apparently. The synopsis is, two travelers on the run from a band of uh, vengeful hunters in the 1820s Northwest dream of striking it rich, but their tenuous plans to make their fortune on the frontier comes to rely on the secret use of a landowner's prized dairy cow. Um, yeah. So, like, when you put that on, that really is that is that's the that's film. the film. That is when that you is write it. it down, it doesn't seem like it's gonna work or that it's very. Listen, here's the thing. I've been excited for this movie for a long time. In fact, I regretfully had the chance to catch this in theaters before everything went oh. down in L.A. And I, I was like, that like hurts me, right? And I was like, in L.A. And I was like, oh, I'm a little busy today. I'll probably just go see downhill instead <laughs> and then i uh i just saw it now like five months later and yeah it's it's an interesting movie um it's been getting a lot of buzz though as like and we, we say this every episode as it's one of the better movies to come out of 2020 so far um so let's get into it what are the general thoughts here I feel like it's one of the best movies ever made that has so much to do with biscuits. Like, just, like, making mm, biscuits. Yeah. Definitely in that it's category, like, yeah. It made me want Popeyes after I watched it. I was like, they just look so good. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the title should have been First Biscuit. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. But they call them Oily Cakes. And that oily was... Cakes. Yeah, yeah, I like that name. Yeah. What if that was the name of the film? Yeah, Oily, oily Cakes. cakes. <laughs> First Oily Cakes. <laughs> I feel like it would it would get like a a different kind of crowd. Like people would think it's about oh, yeah. something else. Yeah. Well, it already is like yeah. I it's like cow baiting. Uh, cuz like <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's not okay. I, that's the one thing is that I really did think the title like is is weird. It is weird. Don't yeah. Like it's very literal. It, yeah. 
And it really, <sighs> like, the thing is, I've been, like, hearing about this movie, and the way A24, I mean, they're weird about marketing all their films, but they've just been oh, marketing yeah. it like this beautiful cow. And don't get me wrong, uh, <laughs> we have to talk about this. It really is a great cow. It's a beautiful cow. It yeah. really is. But I mean, they're probably having like multiple people whose whole job is just to shampoo that cow. Exactly. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. like, because like, I'm like, okay, yeah, I've heard like hype about the cow, but then the cow shows up and you're like, all right, fine. It's, it's a good cow. Um, it's, yeah. And I mean, and especially because like so many of the other characters are so dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Cow, cow is so, is clean. so clean. <laughs> 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 really says a lot about society. Um. I think we're really digging into the. You know, this the, is deep, deep yeah. thoughts about the movie. <laughs> uh, I do want to say this is my second Kelly Reichardt film. Um, the only other one I've seen is only Old your Joy. Second? Yeah, but I just actually watched Old Joy for the first time last week or something. You just got it on Criterion, which is cool. Yeah, um, yeah. The one thing I'm just real. What I realized after Old Joy is that she is like a super slow and patient and quiet filmmaker like her stuff is very very slow but kind of like soothing it's very soothing um it's it's really tranquil if you're in the mood for it like if mm -hmm. you're not in the mood to pay attention you're you're gonna probably be like checking Mm -hmm. to watch but a lot of the time like when i actually sit down like when i waited to watch first cow i was like okay this really it was really good i it's it's what other kelly record films have you seen uh i've seen them all actually i i caught up before first cow and i'm planning um right now i'm editing a uh, retrospect on like her filmography kind of thing okay cool um so yeah i i've seen them all now including her debut which is a little rough river of grass but i would say like the one that probably grew on me the most is like meek's cutoff okay which a lot of people don't like it very much but mm-hmm. i really i was like i was shocked how yeah. good I, how how much i liked it and certain women is is solid very solid okay. and old joy yeah i know laura most dern is in uh certain women right yes is she, she is. in it yes yeah and Michelle cool. Williams, it's like Laura Dern's thing, and then Michelle Williams has a different plotline, and then um, Kristen Stewart and Lily Gladstone have a third thing, which nice. is my favorite. Even though there's like an infamous scene where Kristen Stewart, like, she goes to use a napkin, and it's wrapped silverware in a napkin, and she like dabs her face with it, <laughs> and everybody brings that back every once in a while because she's like dabbing her face with the rolled silverware, and it makes everybody so angry. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Um, but yeah, this, this one, um, I feel like, okay, I liked this movie. Uh, yeah, this is a chill film. It's a, it's a very chill film. Uh, my one thing that I want to ask you guys, because I don't know if you took away something that I didn't, is like, there's a story here and everything. Um, but what, I don't know what this movie is about, to be honest. There is, like, a greater thing that I think it's saying that was mm-hmm. completely lost on me personally. But I don't think that I kind of felt that way, too. Like, it really just felt like this interesting slice-of-life film from that's, like, a very good period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt like there was a metaphor that was lost on me. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Um, I but... feel like... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you. I was going to ask 
what you thought because I think you like this a bit more. <laughs> I I actually agree with both of you. I mean, it is it does feel like the overarching metaphor of this one. I didn't get as much as some of her movies. Like especially, I would say like Meek's Cutoff or Old Joys is really pretty simple to get. Um, I would say it's just about friendship, but more than that, it strikes me as like this has the biggest loop almost that I've seen of her movies because like Jeff said um, what she loves to do is like just have a slice of someone's life and most of her movies like this isn't really a spoilers or anything but they tend to just end they don't really have an ending that's like mm-hmm. quite memorable or like nothing huge happens it just kind of trails off and ends yeah. um, but here it kind of you know it gets into spoiler territory here but like the beginning and the end like connect which yeah. I really liked and actually, yeah. without that, I might not have liked it as much because I just thought it was really poignant that the beginning and the end connected like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's a good and, way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, and also just the end, like the way it ending, like the ending is somewhat abrupt in terms of, even like before you, it kind of like connects back, but like that gap, it's like so obvious for your brain to connect what did happen that it was just like, I think that was the least amount of information you could have given to make the ending satisfying. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I feel like it is probably the most satisfied ending I've I've seen from her, honestly, because, like, again, the other ones are, like, strictly slice of life, and this one, for some reason, she put that in, and it really connected it for me. Otherwise, I would have been like, okay, this is quaint. It's nice because it's mm-hmm. a little story. But, yeah, I, I did like the the connection there yeah so i guess that's kind of my favorite aspect of it mm-hmm. that actually brings that looking at it as more of a slice of life like that and i just am very into that style is what i'm something i've realized in quarantine <laughs> um the keychain <laughs> my keychain uh like that that makes me appreciate what this is doing a lot more because yeah her films in themselves and i mean i've only seen two so what can i say but She's so good at, I think, making very small, mundane things uh, kind of dramatized and, like, make us... Because the thing about this movie is I never felt like it wasn't slow. Like, the whole time, I'm like, I never got used to it. I was like, this is very slow and, like, mundane. But at the same time, I was never not interested because I think she's always doing something. There's always something happening. And it might not be right. something related to the plot or anything that significant, but there's a thing to do. Um, yeah. And putting it in the context of it being like a slice of life and like what this meant to these two guys, like I think makes right. it a lot more beautiful than I... Yeah, because I mean, there's obviously there's almost no stakes for the general populace, even of that small like town. Yeah. It's yeah. really just involving like five people total Mm -hmm. in terms of like what you know so it was very interesting in that and it was i think i actually got used to the pacing like the first half an hour my like i almost i wanted to look at my phone and i just like was like i'm not doing that Mm -hmm. but then after about half an hour i got i was in yeah (laughs) so i feel like i got adjusted but it definitely took a while as soon as that cow shows up you know you're hooked yeah i can't Uh. take my eyes off that cow i'm like (laughs) that is someone shampooing that cow i read a letterboxd review that just said I wish I had the credit right here to say it, but um, it said that they saw it in theaters like before quarantine, 
and when the cow shows up like coming in on a little like panel of wood like the whole theater cheered apparently <laughs> that's what we did when i when i watched it i watched it with my friend john yeah. and we both cheered we were like yeah every time he yeah pops up on the screen um it's the cow it's all about the cow uh but yeah i i this is one of those movies where i think the more time i sit with it the more i love it which is kind of just a theme i've noticed with very slow kind of transcendental films like this except anomalisa except anomalisa apparently oh man we gotta bring it up um (laughs) but yeah because like when it was over and i just kind of went back to like doing what i was doing and just kind of put it on letterbox and then went on with my life i was like kind of bummed like i wanted to keep watching it um yeah it was a she made such an inviting atmosphere uh yeah yeah it's definitely not overwhelming no you, you could just have that on like all day and just be kind of content yeah yeah you, you know when i was actually like skimming it before this just to like get, have a refresher because i saw it like two or three weeks ago i think um i was actually thinking to myself that in comparison to a lot of her other films it kind of feels like her action movie like (laughs) like like almost because like the plot is like there actually are very like they they feel low in the atmosphere but there are stakes whereas it's like a lot of her movies are literally just like people walking and yeah and kind of just like yeah so but I think once you get used to it, because I remember my first film of hers I saw was like Certain Women when it dropped in like 2016. And I was like, this just threw me off. It mm-hmm. really threw me off. But the more I I get into it, I'm like, okay, I'm really in it now. I yeah, like it. definitely. That's the thing. It's like when I first saw Old Joy, I kind of had that same reaction. And I wrote this yeah. in my letterbox review where I was like, this shouldn't be allowed. Like you, you shouldn't. <laughs> No one should let this happen where you can make a movie like this, but it works really well. Um, it just does, yeah. So, yeah. And also, um, God, the music she chooses is so, it fits really. This one was like, what was the instrument that they, it was that, was it the one where it's like the little metal? Yeah, I think it, it sounded like a dulcimer. Okay. Or it was like, it sounded like either a mandolin or a dulcimer. Gotcha. It was like yeah. the main instrument for the score fantastic choice uh yeah because it i don't know it sounded i have like this weird diatonic like guitar dulcimer thing and it kind of sounded like that (laughs) okay jeff did the music for this film yeah yeah Um, i just did i was like uh yeah i don't know i i really am i want to bring this back to the fact that i didn't see it in the theater because i really wish i did uh just because yeah. I feel like seeing this in a dark room and being really forced to sit with it. Not to say I was like very distracted during this, um, but I think it would have been just even more yeah. inviting. Uh, I really wish I saw it, even just in a normal room that was dark, because it's such an atmospheric film mm-hmm. and it's such a, like, a dark film that takes place at night or yeah. inside mm-hmm. without electricity. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the fact that I watched it during the day, mm-hmm. I lost a little bit. That's a fair point, yeah. You know, yeah. I will say this. Um, I don't think this should have been in 4 by 3 aspect ratio. I think that's what it was. Uh, 
I, Those are fighting words. I dude. know. I, <laughs> as someone who also made a slice of life short in four by three, uh, I yeah, they're like, there's there's not enough room in this format for the both of us. <laughs> Everyone thinks, you know what? Never mind. We're not talking about it. Um, I, I think it worked okay. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it works. It's really beautiful. Like, there's not one bad shot here, but I really would have yep. loved if she just pulled back those curtains and right no yeah dude in what 1830 they didn't 4x3 didn't exist so i mean i (laughs) jeff that's a great point (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so that's kind of i'm really honestly glad we are talking about this because i'm really appreciating it a lot more like getting the words out because i didn't really know what to think when i finished it i was like that was really slow (laughs) but i didn't not like it at all i just think the hopefully what will happen is if you continue to watch more of her films that'll even grow on you more yeah like because Mm -hmm. it just yeah getting used to her style it's almost like i hate to name drop this but like jean delmont or something like it's it's just like she it's really just about the details and just mundane stuff yeah. But like once you're in it, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in it. You're in it. Yeah. I never so. knew it was pronounced John Dillman. I I've been saying John Dillman for years now. So that's very embarrassing. That's- <laughs> um <laughs> But Cookie is the one that told me it was John Dillman, so this is all Cookie's fault. Uh <laughs> I, I miss you, Cookie. Which- yeah, we all miss Yeah, Cookie. which is yeah. the name of a character in this film as well. Yeah. Dude, okay, I have been like... Which is hilarious. I have been... The cook is named Cookie. (laughs) I never realized that, yeah. (laughs) Best cinematic cookie. Yeah. I've... Okay, this guy's name was Cookie. I was watching John Waters' Crybaby last night, and one of the people in the credits' names was Cookie. Like, I don't know what it is about this week, but I'm realizing a lot more people are named Cookie than I thought. Uh, Yeah. So that's my fact of the day. Uh... It's not a fact. That's how we should have started. Like, how was your week? This week, I realized a lot more people were named Cookie than I thought. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Uh, well, cool. I if, does anyone else have anything big to say about this? Um, that we haven't already um, touched on. Yeah. I, so, I don't know. At one point, this film felt tonally kind of like if the lighthouse was about two normal lighthouse keepers. They were yes. just like chill roommates. <laughs> Yeah. They're just like hanging out. Yeah. It's the lighthouse, yeah. but not in black and white. Yeah. <laughs> right. And just like a lot more chill. Yeah. Maybe they have some kind of grift, like they're trying to sell like seashells yeah. by the seashore. Yeah. I, I feel like this is almost like, if you like squint, this is like almost a good metaphor for like millennial thinking of, you know, let's, they're just like two guys hanging out and they're like, a lot of the time they're just like looking up like man i wish we could like make food i wish i could like have a job and we could like live somewhere and and like have a business yeah there were they were actually pot oily buns or whatever yeah 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 oily oily cakes cool. but anyways i was just saying just i had like a fun dumb discussion question okay. and in the film you know it's like 1830s or whatever is that when it was because i just said that earlier something yeah i think it was 18 uh 1820s okay yeah Yeah. whenever it was though they talked about like what their dream jobs were 
Mm-hmm. Like, so for Cookie, it was hotelier slash baker. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just wondering what, like, both of your 1830s or 20s dream job would be. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I would love to just be... Hmm. I, I can't think, I think of any... I would just enjoy chilling. Yeah. Like, just, like... You, you have yeah. the option back then. Well, you not really, but you kind of do. <laughs> a little yeah, you bit. Build a house somewhere. I definitely want to be in charge of an animal. Maybe not a cow, but I think that would be that'd be fun. You strike me as a chicken guy, which I know from. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, or hold or an ostrich <laughs> guy. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> nope. You you run like a sideshow where you travel around with an ostrich and like have Carson's it do tricks. Little like circus. Yeah. It's like a Ooh. traveling circus. Yep. With ostriches and chickens. Very specific <laughs> group of animals. That's yeah. all you have. Your, your main gag is like, look how much bigger one is than the other one. <laughs> These are both birds, right? But they're different. Uh <laughs> And, and people will love it because it's like eighteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll pay twenty silver ingots for that. I show up with an ostrich in like uh, America, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> um, this is. But anyways, yeah, that's all I had to you. say about the film. <laughs> He's been like saving that question like this whole time, just, just like waiting <laughs> the opportunity. I'm going to write that down. Um, So what are we feeling? One, for a a star rating, and two, for a time of day rating. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I gave... I'm going to give this a four out of five. Uh, I really, really liked this. It was like between a three and a half and a four last night. Because I liked it, but I didn't know why. And now that I'm kind of coming to terms with it, I... I, re- I really like it, yeah. Or like begrudgingly accepting that you actually liked it. Yeah. It's not like Anomalisa where I loved that <laughs> movie and didn't know why. Because the more I think mm-hmm. about that one, the less I like it. But the more I think about this one, I love it. And that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to say it. I think you kind of got peer pressured into not liking Anomalisa. Listen, everyone keeps saying that in the comments. And... <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Are you doing that because I said that last episode? Because <laughs> I, I, I hate you, Jeff. I, just... I want to put on record that the more we talk about Anomalisa, the less I like it, and I didn't like it to begin with. Your, okay, I love Synecdoche, New York, but your uh, review of I want to fight Charlie Kaufman, I was like, yeah, that's, hey, we'll get behind that. <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but i still love his movies um yeah any that's what he gets for making some weird hogwarts staircase moving city <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so what does everybody else think for a rating yeah I, i'm going four as well cool definitely a four i feel like i'm glad we all agree because it proves my theory i was thinking earlier that this is like a perfect example of a solid four it like is, when I yeah. see higher or lower, I'm like, that's a little, that's a little sketch. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so. That's true. the exact <laughs> reasoning we came to last week as well when we watched Palm Springs. Yeah, right. it was the most four out of five movie. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Because I agree. Well, less lesser about like if someone gave it a three and a half, I'm like, yeah, sure. But if if someone gave mm-hmm. Palm Springs a four and a half, I'm like, let me show you these it's other movies, much. right? Like, <laughs> let me introduce you to other. <laughs> yeah. 
But first cow, I that's a very good way of putting it. Are we ready to talk about the the second movie? Well, I was gonna say what time of day. Time oh of, right, time of day. I forgot. Well, the that time was of the day. How do you? How does your scale work? You just what time of day is it best? It literally. Right. So it's like really, I think it's more like a prime time, like a seven to nine for like really good movies you like, and mm-hmm. then it's. I don't really know how to even explain. Like I, I'm explaining this, but it doesn't make any sense. As or a like, scale. It, or like, is the rating the same? Like you like it the same, but it's like when when does it feel best? Yeah, I think it's more of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So I'm gonna give this like a. Uh, mm, I'm gonna. Mm, I'll say nine. Nine p.m. I was gonna say nine. Yeah, like settle in. Like yeah. a, it's a nice night movie, but it's not prime time. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's uh, also yeah. not super late because it's too. It's not crazy enough for super late either. No. Oh God. Yeah. Definitely not. I mean, I was thinking like ten because you're still ending at midnight. But so I would say a weekday ten, but a weekend six. Mm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be like a late afternoon on a weekend. Or yeah. like. Sure. I was thinking if I was watching with like friends, maybe it would be like a like a lunchtime movie. Like I could enjoy it with yeah. other people, like in the yeah. middle of the afternoon, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's first cow then. <laughs> imagine, imagine though, like that scale being used on a movie poster. <laughs> it's like 4 p.m. Karsten Runquist. <laughs> Um, and that gives absolutely no information about no, how just good it is. So 4 p.m. <laughs> Not prime time. 4 p.m. out of 12 p.m.s. <laughs> 24 p.m. <laughs> um, well, we have another movie to talk about that we did not tell anybody we were talking about it. but Yeah, I saw that. You were keeping it very under wraps. Almost like you're ashamed of it. <laughs> you put the glasses back on. It's It's... Basically the same movie, um, but they are the mm-hmm. same movie. We might as well just hop right into it. T- uh, we're also going to talk about Spy Kids 3D. Uh, game over. Game over. That's the full title. <laughs> Get it right. Yeah. Um, listen, I, I, this movie goes way back. I don't know. Has was this anybody's? And I think I'm mostly speaking to Jeff here. Was this anybody's first time watching this? I saw this in theaters. Okay, cool. Good. Did we all see this in theaters? Yes. I think so. Great. Yeah. So yes. we go. There's <laughs> that's a personality trait. But this is the first time I've seen it since then. Yeah. Ooh. So it's been 17 years. Okay. <laughs> Here's the. Th- I was very obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. I bought like the Barnes and Noble like graphic novel of it, which is just stills <laughs> from the movie in a book <laughs> with like a blurb. It was just there was no point. And yeah, I don't know. I was just I was obsessed with it. Um, Me too. Me too. Can we just get out of the way? Yep. Is this the best uh, Spy Kids movie? No, no. No, I think the first one's better. <sighs> I'm a, I no the second one. Oh. I'm a huge I'm a huge fan. Cinematically, the second one. The good. second one is really good. I I think we're all on different pages. I like this one the most. This is this one is Wait, bananas. I think no. This is the one I, that's the most. I, I would rewatch this one before the other ones. That's I re- fair. 
I did mm-hmm. recently rewatch the second one because it was on TV and my sister wanted to watch it with me. Um, so we watched it together and laughed the whole time. Second one's great. Uh, Steve Buscemi is amazing in it. But this one is crazy. This one is entirely CGI. Uh, <laughs> like oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of like a really janky Ready Player One. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. And it's better in that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly better than Ready Player One. I would say that to Steven Spielberg on the street, I think. <laughs> this is what Steven That's Spielberg... That's the one thing you get to say. You're passing Steven Spielberg on the street. <laughs> um, My one choice. Uh, should I read the synopsis? This is really yeah. funny. It starts with pint-sized kid spy Juni Cortez faces his biggest <laughs> His biggest challenge yet. Why did they say that? That was so unnecessary. Faces his biggest challenge yet when he confronts the toy maker, Sylvester Stallone, a ruthless villain sentenced to virtual prison by the Organization of Super Spies. The toy maker has captured Junie's sister, OSS agent Carmen, and is holding her inside a virtual reality environment called Game Over. Now Junie must use his cunning to advance to the nearly impossible level five in order to rescue his sister. Cool. That makes more sense than the actual movie makes. Totally yeah. more sense. Like, what I know about this movie is that they just simply move from one level to the next, and eventually the movie's <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the crazy thing about their commitment to, like, CGI is they even use CGI for parts that don't make sense. What do you oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like when the with the with one of the shots with the grandpa at the end in Junie, mm-hmm. they're green screened in front of people clapping at them, even <laughs> yeah. though they're supposed to be in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's like when the the glasses off part was came on on the 3D version. Yeah. Just, oh yeah, because you like fully green. Watch this in 3D. Yeah. Yes, I did. I I am proud to say I'm still the the owner of um the collectors series. Wow. That has a 3D disc, and uh, me and my friends would watch it all the time. And I've actually these 3D glasses, I'm 100 percent sure were the ones I wore in the theater too. Wow. Um, and we just brought them home and and kept them with the other 3D glasses in the in the case so many people could watch it. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Commitment. Yeah. And the I honestly respect the commitment by the filmmakers to the 3D aspect. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. every few minutes, they would just start throwing stuff like at the like the lens, just. Even though it made no sense for the film, mm-hmm. they would just be like, "Here, someone's wiping some lava off. Now it's flying at the <laughs> yeah, flying at you. Yeah, watch out. Yeah. That's why I and like. That's... What were you saying? No, you go first. I was just like, th- that's why I genuinely think this is the only good example of a 3D movie, like where the experience. Exactly what I was is... gonna say. Yes. Thank you. It's better seeing it in 3D. Because, like, most of the time, yeah. I got to a point where I think we saw this, and my family was like, that was amazing. And my mom got really into 3D and just took us to the 3D version of, like, every movie for the next 10 years. And eventually, we were just like, wait, this is stupid. Why are we doing this? Um, like, it was only good once. Can you believe it? Yeah. Like, it was only really good one time, and this is the time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys also saw... Um, because of this, especially the hype, like everyone was so amped after this that um, did you guys see Shark Boy and Lava Girl in yeah. the theater in 3D? Because I also did that and I was kind of let down. That was definitely a worse movie. 
Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, I never, I never saw that one. Really? Like, it tried to do the same. Here's the thing. That movie and this movie do the same thing where they just straight up interrupt the movie to be like, time to put on your 3D glasses. Um, and that one, for yeah. some reason, it's so stupid. And I'm like, even as a kid, yeah. I was like, fuck this. Uh, but Spy Kids 3D, <laughs> you're like, whatever you say, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's exactly what it is because it's like you already respect these characters. You're like, oh, this shit must be serious. We got to yeah. get these on. And then you watch this, like, boy with a shark, like, <laughs> life, like, life vest on with like a shark fin and you're like who the hell is this like i don't want to put on glasses for him <laughs> i only put glasses on for sylvester stallone junie cortez yeah for pint-sized kid spy yeah okay sylvester stallone kind of went all out in this film yes yeah that's the thing everyone went all out if we're being honest i mean even looking back yeah, at even selena gomez who was in it as the girl in the beginning oh my god you're right she was <laughs> this act which is that was weird um yeah george clooney is in this uh yeah. how did they get clooney for this literally who knows because this was at like his <laughs> peak that's the thing it's not like this was an early flop for any like this was at steve buscemi was doing really well at the time george clooney right. was killing it antonio banderas was killing it like everyone was doing really well but they all signed on to spy kids 3d game over <laughs> It's the it's the power of Robert Rodriguez. He got he just got like so into, you know, digital filmmaking and then now this 3D filmmaking yeah. and he was like, "I swear it's going to be cool. It's for the kids." And they were all like, "Sure." <laughs> He's the future, yeah. Um okay, I just realized how the like poster behind you is half red and half blue like the glasses. <gasps> did you right. not the poster in itself I actually didn't so is like 3D. Carson, I think it's just you. It's definitely okay. Yeah, well, we get it, Carson. You're a genius. You notice things very quickly. Let's just say this is why I have 300,000 subscribers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, can I just, well, can, never mind. Can I say my favorite line really quick Please. from the movie? Yes. It's um, at the end I, when Bill Paxton shows up. And he goes, and he throws an umbrella for some reason, and he goes, did somebody ring the dangster? Literally. And that's before he. When you <laughs> said, can I say my favorite line? I was like, if this isn't the the dinkster line or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> it is the best line. Thank you. That's the best line. Yeah. All right. Um, we agree. I love how all of the characters like come in at the end too. It's like, Mom dad and like grandpa grandma, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god this movie's amazing it's, just it's like, funny because so many of them only had to probably be on set for like an hour yeah, yeah. oh that's why they probably signed on you're right and it also and did you made notice bank. the funniest part that antonio banderas is still first build like <laughs> he's in it for like five minutes and he's still it's like like in 3D, his name comes up first. I was like, that's, that's even so better. funny. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. He's got a good agent. He does. Elijah, Elijah Wood. Wood shows up <laughs> <laughs> once again. Yeah. Like at the okay, peak that was of Lord of the cameo. Rings. <laughs> yeah. That part was so good. Like watching that as a kid was like being slapped in the face. Just that part. Yeah. yeah. This. Okay. We. 
also haven't even talked about any of the physical rules of this movie because none of them make sense. No. Nothing makes sense. Like, why do you lose multiple lives for getting hit once? <laughs> That's not how any video game has ever worked. <laughs> My favorite is when he, like, trips and it's like, boom, boom, like three lives yeah. left yeah. just from yeah, tripping. And Elijah Wood lost 99 lives at once. <laughs> electrocuted yeah like what's the point of lives at that point if i tripped and lost a life i would be very cautious the rest of my life <laughs> yeah. i'd be like jesus really <laughs> uh yeah what do we think about demetra she was a big deal when i was a kid yeah. i was the the hair style was ridiculous yeah <laughs> it's like let's just thickly like gel like two strands of hair yeah. And that's your yeah. luck. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um I don't even know where to go from here. What was everybody's favorite okay, level? No, no, no. No. The the Pacific Rim thing. Like the robots fighting. Like that's yeah. essentially That's what Pacific, Pacific yeah. Rim. Like Ready Player 1, like everyone just decided to copy Spy Kids 3 yeah. game over. That was the one where it's like that so many times I wish I was in this movie when I was a kid. And I think yeah. that was a big example. I was like, I want to be in a robot. And <laughs> even though it looks so violent. I, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? That clip is not going to age well. Because <laughs> there's a lot of reasons. <laughs> I don't know. There was the one with the, the race cars. Uh, the race cars was cool. That was really cool. Yeah. Like the concept of okay that part straight up ready player one stole yeah literally I think ready player so, one stole yeah. the whole thing now that we're thinking about it uh, really yeah yeah and they didn't even give uh spy kids a little uh moment of glory in in their actual movie yeah when they gave it i just i remember being in the theater for ready player one a few years ago and watching the whole race scene and being like this is familiar. I feel like I've literally seen this before, and I did not think of Spy Kids. And then when I, the second this happened, and I rewatched it, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it's literally Spy yeah. Kids. And um, even the whole conceit of the game is similar, where they're like, "Yeah, if you win the game, you get like riches." Yeah, and yeah. everyone's like addicted to it. <laughs> like they couldn't leave. It's the, it, they stole the whole thing. That's really what we're getting at here. Yeah. Wow. Um, I would like to bring up something. Uh, I got really curious about Robert Rodriguez the other day um, and looked up more information about him. Are you guys aware of his children's names? Isn't one of them <laughs> I Rocket? I bet they're awesome. One of them is Rebel Rodriguez, Racer Rodriguez, Rocket, uh, Rhiannon, Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like there's a theme. Those are kids. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think it's better than like, didn't Kevin James name his daughter Harley Quinn? Oh God! Like, <laughs> we need to stop celebrities. <laughs> we need to put an end to it. But wait, aren't you one? Aren't you technically one? <laughs> yeah, we need. To... <laughs> you just, I think, surpassed me on followers on Letterboxd, and I, I got a little, I got a little upset. Honestly, I was like, <laughs> listen, let me just take this time to to acknowledge this. Letterbox was fun, and now it needs to calm down. Like, I am on board with everyone that hates me, that I don't deserve this many followers, or to be on the top of every movie. Yeah. Uh, because I, 
My shit sucks. Uh, <laughs> I don't... Now, don't agree with me, Jeff. That wasn't what I was trying to do, but... No. <laughs> you know, I honestly think a lot of your success is because your, like, profile picture is the really nice kind of seafoam green color. Yeah. I think that just catches people's eyes. It catches people's eyes. So that's that's my advice. And to just change to the other phone. people. If you want to get more letterbox followers. <laughs> the thing about that color... Steal his profile. Is it was a very... I was just, it's a it's a soothing color, but I think it also pisses a lot of people off. I think if someone were to well, just now it reminds that, them of you. Yeah, if they see it, they're like, "Oh, this fucking guy." Uh, people start calling it Karsten Green. That's that was the gold in gold in time. Um, yeah. Anyways, this is this is a good movie. I'm gonna say it. So, so what we got out of that is that you fucking hate Letterboxd. And, but you like Spy Kids 3D. Yes. And I would put myself mm-hmm. inside of a robot is the biggest point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Real quick. I'm going to bring this up. All right. Uh, Junie is married to Megan Trainer. Yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Yep. Wait. There was, like, pictures of them a few years ago in, like, like coming out a of sex a sex shop, shop yeah and everyone was like it was so this is the worst funny. bit of information <laughs> anyone could have his seen. name is daryl in real life <laughs> he looks <laughs> he has not aged well at all let's put it but he's all about that he base. Is all, <laughs> if there's one thing we know about him it's that he's all about that base let me just put it this way he well no that's mean never mind okay i have we, a quick question for you though Okay. Because I saw that your, you said that Spy Kids three is your favorite of the Spy Kids, and it's rated the lowest. Okay. I actually did research before we did this. See. And I want to know: Do you think a that it's first? Th- do you think that it's actually like bad, but you're it most enjoyable, or? Listen, <laughs> it's only fair that you pulled up receipts for Letterbox because I'm going to do the same in the segment, but... You're going to do it again. Gonna, You're going to do it again. We got some good ones today, but yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I have more, so we could just take turns. <laughs> um, so that was a... And this happened a lot of times where I was just going through movies and I just had to slap a review on and Spy Kids 3D, my first instant One was star. One star. But I honestly, this deserves. Okay, that's that's messed up. It's. <laughs> it deserves you, at least three stars. I'm not even gonna say it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, would I think say it's, it's a solid three. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. The same yeah, way. Yeah, because it's a fun food. It's yeah. It's it's like why we both love Speed Racer. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Speed Racer is way better than this. It's fun. This is. Oh, it is way better, but it's still not like <laughs> like I don't think objectively you could say as like a film it's as high as we rated it except that it's just so fun that we rated it yeah i will well. say this this is like a, a child's yeah. dream of a movie and i don't i can't speak for you guys but for me as a kid like before i knew how movies work before i knew that this is not a thing that actually exists i was blown yeah. away <laughs> i was like oh yeah the? oh yeah i asked for one of the gadgets whatever that bug thing is i asked for that I had it for christmas <laughs> It was from McDonald's. They had it at McDonald's. I had the and same had McDonald's toy. Yes. Well, yes. God. Yeah, but the other thing is, finally, the technology is caught up to where games like that are kind of possible. Oh yeah, this could exist. But in two thousand and three, 
Video games suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They were nothing like that. If you look up the video game for this movie, it's it looks awful. It looks like a really... And what does that say? <laughs> Their expectations were so up. high for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, you will not be able to distinguish this from real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I think, honestly, that, that is all, everything I have to say about it. This is... I will say, this is a great... Uh, well... This spoils the Q and A, but um, it's. I would say, um, what, what would you guys say for time of the day? Because I was, I would say like twelve in the afternoon, maybe. That's what I was gonna say. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I was cool. gonna say like one. Awesome. So yeah, we're all in like the general. Yeah. We're on the same page. Yeah. All right. With cool. like probably my niece, just to to yeah. see if she gets a kick out of it. Because like again, it is like for the fact that we all saw it as kids. I think has a has a lot to do with the fact that we think it's fun because I did see some people being like, "This is garbage," and it, you can tell they just saw it for the first time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's horrible, but it's so fun. Is it crazy? Isn't it crazy that there are people like roaming around on film Twitter that were born after this movie came out? I don't even want to talk that about that. Fucked up. <laughs> They're probably yeah. the people making memes saying they hate you, Carson. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what keeps me grounded, knowing that's the crowd, you know? <laughs> I'm like, you wouldn't be like this if you had saw this in theaters. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, moving on. Let's just get into questions. Uh, this first yeah. one, I did not write down the usernames. So, honestly, I'm sorry that I don't give credit wow. to these. Usually, I always do, but today I didn't. Um it is if you could have one movie character's qualities, characteristics, and abilities outside of superheroes, who would it be and why? Um, so mine would be... I'm going to go last on Okay, this. yeah, I didn't send you the questions before, and Jeff, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, I would say Sebastian in La La Land. Uh, oh. Well... You want to be a, a, a pretentious douchebag? Oh, wait. <laughs> Wow. That was really Jesus rough. That Christ. Was rough. That was a <laughs> <laughs> You can cut that out if you want. This is your last time on the Cars cast. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I mean, we'll see what the people say. Yeah, that's true. Uh yeah, I stand by what I said. I would love to be Sebastian. He's hot because he's pretentious and he knows how to play jazz. <laughs> he's got great taste. That's what I want to be. Yeah, that's that's he's fair. got drive. He like the way he like replays the tape over and over to listen to the dun 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 dun. Yeah, He gets scared easily. Okay. Uh, yeah. He is funny. I'll give. He's I'll, hilarious. I'll give him that. He's charming. <laughs> um, what about you, Lucy? Amy Elliott Dunn from Gone Girl. Oh wow. <laughs> 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 Nice. I went in a completely different direction. You were like, he dresses nice. And I was like, hmm, I think, I mean, she's very talented. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> at what she does, which is gone girling. I respect it. I, yeah. Okay. So, what? Yeah. How is the question phrased again? It's, um, oh, God, I exited out of it. Uh, if you could have one movie, <laughs> characters, qualities, characteristics, and abilities outside of superheroes, of course. Who would it be and why? Okay. I am going to 
spend five seconds thinking about this. <laughs> okay, I got it. Jack Malik from yesterday. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. That's... I know I'm the only one who knows all the Beatles songs. Yeah, that's actually a smart answer. You would do it right compared to him. That's the thing. Oh, my God. If, right. if you had that power, like, if, if that ended up in your hands as opposed to that, like, boring dude, that would be such a fun movie. Because uh, you you just yeah. make a... Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say make a podcast. Right, yeah, you just, I'd just be more of a show-off yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, why be modest when you are the greatest musician of all time? Right. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I think I also literally made the argument when we talked about that 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 was a superhero movie. Yeah, you did. Yeah, which breaks the rule of this. But, but I don't think everyone else thinks it's that. So yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter. Um, next question is: If I if wait if I also had to break that rule, I would pick Thelma from Thelma, which I really like. But technically, I think she's a superhero. Okay, noted. And Karsten would be <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> Dude. No, he would be Junie from Spy not, Kids. No, 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 no. I'm not pint-sized, <laughs> nor be, am I a spy. You would be the grandpa in the video game. <laughs> Let me just say, and I'm probably so alone here, but I would make a great Spider-Man. Right? I just... <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't uh, be the worst. I wouldn't be the worst. I think I'd be a not pretty the good... worst. What's something Spider-Man says? Wait, like... That's gonna be what I use for the snarky on a podcast. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. Next question. What is the best <laughs> midnight movie? Uh, I will kick this off and say Greener Grass, um, movie from 2019. Jeff, I really want you to watch that. Have you seen it yet? No, I remember like when it came out, hearing about it. I never saw it. I think you would love it. It's so funny. Uh, it's on Hulu, but yeah, Greener Grass is my pick because it's just so, the humor is so funny as is, and everything after midnight is so funny, and you're already kind of tired at a certain point. Like, it just all That's clicks fair. and makes sense. You gave, you gave it a three out of five, but we'll move past that. Um, hey, hey. <laughs> I get, that's what I gave Spike as a 3D game over too. That's true. That's true. Uh, what What is everybody else's thoughts on this question? You know I what? I guess. Oh, do you I'm, need time? I'm just, I'm just gonna, gonna I'm just gonna blindly back Karsten and agree with what you said. I've never, I haven't seen it, but that's how much I trust you. Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go with The Room, just because I really love The Room. Mm -hmm. I would love to see it at a midnight show. When I was Googling midnight movies, I noticed that 2001 is on there, and so... But that shit would scare me. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. No, so I'm going to say The Room, because I really... I'm a fan of The Room. Yeah. So. Good choice. Good choice. It's fun. Um, I went to a screen... A I've still never seen The Room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what have you seen? <laughs> I could. I've only seen the movies for this podcast. That's it. <laughs> um, I want to quick make a quick thing. I went to see a midnight screening of the room with Tommy Wiseau there, and it started like forty-five minutes late because of Tommy. Um, and also that sounds correct. After that, after forty-five minutes after he arrived, he made us sit through 
two of his short films and the trailer for his new movie, which took like oh, another. Yeah, is it is it the best, best friends fiends, with like, like yeah. fiends? Yeah. He made us sit through all of that and then like some stupid <laughs> bit, and everyone was like, "Just start the fucking movie." <laughs> so it was like one a.m. <laughs> yeah, it was a really long night. That was my first time at the Music Box Theater for any. Music box. Yeah. Uh, they're playing Phantom Thread in 70 millimeter right now, and I'm very tempted to go, but they also are letting people take the off. Music box is open? Yeah, it's open, but they're letting people take off their masks in the theater, and that's mm. something I'm not going to do. So. Uh, I don't think I would be This last one. That. No, it's not worth it. Um, wh- I Never mind. What are your favorite Coen Brothers films, and why aren't they The Big Lebowski? Um, this person knew. I. Big Lebowski is not the best Coen Brothers movie. Um, no, I wouldn't say so. My favorite is Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, yeah, I good. agree with that one. I definitely need to rewatch uh, Lewin Davis, but I would say Raising Arizona is probably my favorite. I really love it. That. It's good. All right, yeah, no, good. good, good answer. Even kind though of a hot take. Even though that is definitely bottom tier Coen, but. Yeah, good answer. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, hear, I hear like a knock at my door. <laughs> it's I'm like, like oh, a sniper fuck. rifle across the street. If yeah. You just open your blind really quick. <laughs> um, cool. Well, now that we got all those out of the way, I want to end this. We usually don't have segments uh, after that or specific segments. And Jeff, I don't even know if I told you I was doing this, but we did this for the first lucy episode um but yeah i'm ready to see what happens all here. right yeah so <laughs> uh so she has some very weird letterbox opinions that if we can't already tell from this episode you know i thought i was gonna be nicer but it just it's so you know what it's fun you know what i got them too i got screenshots screenshots uh, so we're gonna start with hoot clocking in at two Ooh. stars <laughs> shocked me every time you say that one i just um well is that high or is that low what do you that's well to be honest i don't even remember who i read the book who was like me neither who was the bee's knees during the time and then nobody has ever talked about it again and so that's why i just wanted to bring this up i don't disagree actually i just wanted to acknowledge Hoot. <laughs> so i mean brie larson she's in hoot so. Yes, that's probably why it's it's not one star because there was a big point in time. I don't know if you know my my icon is Brie Larson. It, like when she was a teenager, and wow. I was a big fan some years ago. So. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Well, this next one is uh, burning at one point five stars. <laughs> Listen, I think this is where I should leave early. Has anyone ever left the podcast early? <laughs> no, no one's ever walked out. Have we ever had anybody on the podcast? Well, you hear a door slam. I was gonna say anyone that like really seemed like they didn't want to be on the podcast, and I think Jeff and I we both. I think know every. Who? I think well, uh, yeah, but yeah. We don't yeah, want to. I, I know you're talking about. It. I know you're talking about. It. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just wanted to say real quick. I was looking on my phone at. Uh, I was gonna try to see if I found any Karsten ratings on Letterbox that I could yes. roast him for. So I was I wasn't just like t- tuning out. No, 
looking at like text. <laughs> Solidarity. Yeah. Um. So yeah, burning is. I get if you don't like it, if it's not your thing. But mm-hmm. hey, it is not. In my opinion, I don't think it's that great either. I don't. Well, I think it's a four out of five. I think it's pretty great. But I, I think that's quite low. But you know, at the time, everyone really, really loved it, and mm. I did not get it. Like I even saw it in theaters. Yeah. And I was like, you just wanted to stir the pot. Isn't... Like sometimes stuff just you ever feel like a movie just completely passes you by. You're like, did I even watch like the same thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I, I definitely see the merit. Like it's it's quite well made, but it mm-hmm. was not. It did not do yes. anything for me that was good. Understood. So, but yeah, people hate me for that one still. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank hey, you. I think we. <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, I'm just here to like <laughs> remind everybody about it. Um, I only have two more. Uh, okay. This one, I'm I'm genuinely curious. Uh, Full Metal Jacket, two and a half stars. And listen, <laughs> I know it's like okay, yeah, that's a that's a bit low. <laughs> <laughs> like Full Metal Jacket, I get it. Like, but I don't get it. You know, I'm just curious what it is. It's that very, one feels like there's a reason. No, it's very much about war is just the thing. I Like, coming off of other Kubrick films, I was like, oh, that's the, the deal here. Mm. And that's just kind of, it's very in the middle. That's how I feel. And then it's got the, the two distinct parts. So, like, the beginning is all boot camp, and then the end is, like, all war. And I don't know. Yeah. It's been a while for that one, so. Hey. I would say it probably is my least favorite Kubrick, I guess. Okay. And lastly, B-movie at one and a half stars, <laughs> which is, <laughs> ups. listen, B-movie's not a good movie, uh, but it's not a one and a half star movie. When I, Let's all the be adults one and here. only time <laughs> I saw B-movie, I was filled with rage. I, it was my best friend at the time's birthday, and I was almost a teenager and i was like we could see any comedy any comedy that's out right now and she said no we're all going to see the b movie at the mall and i was like why are you doing this to me i was so filled with rage and i just never rewatched it and it's hugely good for a meme definitely but like the b movie scripture that's a classic you're glad like what it what came out of it you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Real quick though, you said it was your it was your friend's birthday. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like it was fair that they put. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was her choice, Jeff so I went, but yeah. I was filled with rage because I didn't want to see it. So I guess the the end result of that is that I'm a bad friend, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been trying to expose this whole time, more than yep, just, just come out and say it. Just an honestly. awful thing. And honestly, that's all I got. Um, I I agree with most of what you have to say, to be honest. Um, okay. And some, most of them are understandable, so I'll say that. Okay. Okay. I do. I have time to say a couple. Of- Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll try to be quick, but um. I'm gonna start with Titanic at three stars. <laughs> what is what is what is that thought process? What about you, you're it? You're shrugging. It doesn't do anything what? for you. Uh, no, ti- like, 
You know what? I never gave. I just blew air out my mouth and I looked at my screen and it looks really ugly. So I might blur that out and post. Uh, <laughs> just, that's all. Just I, a blur, like not a cut. <laughs> that's what I have to say about Titanic. No, I. Um, you know, it's just too long. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My sister owned Titanic on VHS and it was two tapes. So halfway through, you had to like eject it and put a new one in i know the exact moment that you have to do that too because i watched titanic about a hundred times as a kid you know what i the thing is i've i like i think i would have appreciated this back in the in the day or like if i grew up on it but like that's fair i have now i have only seen it when i'm like forced to watch it when it's on the tv and my family's like trust me my family hates me for this too and they're like (laughs) we're watching titanic and i'm like why don't we watch the departed which is on the other channel and they're like are you dumb <laughs> uh you're just like why don't we watch b movie <laughs> uh yeah so okay okay i i understand that then cool. that's that's very fair okay how about bridesmaids at two and a half stars <laughs> that's okay that's another one where it's like well you know what i can't I can't defend that one. I'm wrong. I'm Do wrong. Do you, like, remember it? I messed up. Or, like, yeah, I remember or you it. just don't like it? Oh, no, no, no. I think it's funny. The only scene I remember from that movie, I think, is when they get they all get food poisoning at the same time. Uh, is yes. that the same movie? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, I, just, I think that's due for a rewatch. Not it's due to, for like, a rewatch. dictate what you're rewatching, but no, I you would should. say. Because my mom, I trust my mom's taste. And well, kind of. And my mom loved because my mom liked Green Book a little too much. And I'm like, mom, it's not that good of a movie. Uh, <laughs> but she does love Bridesmaids uh, because of okay. how funny it is. And she says, "Thank you, Carson's she, mom." She put me onto Election. Um, I had known about yes, election, I knew that. Yes. And I was so now I feel like I owe it a rewatch. Maybe I'll appreciate yes. it more now. Um, I would say Bridesmaids is like the experience of seeing that in theaters in 2011 was like the most anyone's ever laughed in a theater I've ever been in. It was like, and because of that experience, it's only like a five for me. (laughs) So I am biased, but. In that case, I completely understand. Maybe I'm in the wrong here. Okay. Okay. I'll shake it out. No, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Okay. I have one last one just because it's just too funny and I can't not say it. Um, Oceans eight, a half star. (laughs) <laughs> wow half a star it's your most recent half star rating it looks like or the most yeah. popular or whatever however so the, their thing works the thing about that movie is I went to go is see is that you're just wrong I went to <laughs> I went to go see Hereditary and then they started this is a three movie story I went to see Hereditary they started playing Hotel Artemis or whatever the fuck that movie was called and everyone yeah. in the theater was like, this is not hereditary. So they were like, and AMC just didn't even bother. They were like, yeah, so you're not going to watch hereditary today. So you can go watch another <laughs> movie for free. So we were like, okay, let's go see Ocean's 8. And we walked in, albeit 30 minutes late. So maybe I was a little confused. We stayed for 20 minutes before walking out. It was like some of the worst 20 minutes. It was so... You walked out? Yeah, you I walked out. can't read something if you walk out. Yeah. That's think, not how and that I think works. I, and I think I say that at some point. You have point. to complete uh, it. <laughs> Karsten. But, 
But okay, it's not even that he walked out. He also missed the first half yeah. hour. Which oh I think my for, like, uh, god! For a heist film, that sounds kind of important. Yeah, I, yeah. I definitely this isn't witnessed fifteen percent of that movie, and I give it fifteen per like whatever that percentage so, is. So what I you're saying is you extrapolated that it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be five stars. <laughs> Or it could be four and a half because maybe the part I saw was the only half star part of the movie, and the rest of it is a. Five. I would like to know which part it was. It was like now. It was like right when they. I, to be honest, I don't even remember. I think Rihanna oh showed up, and she was. I hacking. love Rihanna. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, why is Rihanna? Hacking? <laughs> I was like, what? What's she? It was just. I was not first. I was also just pissed because I wanted to see Hereditary, and instead I was watching Rihanna hack, and I was like, "Okay, maybe." That's, I guess the disappointment aspect is fair, but also I don't believe you should have rated it no. in the first place no. Listen, because it was a it's different time. Complete- we were different people. <laughs> all right, all right. I was having a fun. I watched, you know, I watched that in Hereditary as a double feature on my birthday. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Wait, so they are meant to be seen in the same day they are yeah i saw oceans 8 in imax and then i dragged all my friends literally to see hereditary because everyone okay. was scared that's the other thing i went to the, that's the way i went it. to the imax theater when they say we could go to <laughs> and i was like this movie is an imax that's very fair that's maybe the only good criticism you okay. said about it <laughs> <laughs> all right well glad all we right, got I'm done. some steam out yeah i was like vaguely looking at your at your ratings and like Let's some go, are a little sketch but i mean the only one that just popped out because i didn't have time to kind of do a full analysis is that you just made a film about piper a video and how good it is yeah the short what did i and give? you only gave it four stars <gasps> yeah that's questionable even though you just made a whole film yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's weird i need to fix that because <laughs> Because I gave Bao, I think, five stars. Because Bao is a five-star short film. Um, but Piper's better than Bao, so I got it. Yeah, that's my bad. Yeah, I see. Yeah, that was like it's, the whole title of the film. Just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that you keep calling it a film because it was a video. But, yeah, my videos are films. Let's let's put it yeah, that way. They're art. They're art. Yeah. artists. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Um... All right. You're a hotel artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that does it for this episode. Um, it was a long one. Uh, but I had a blast. I hope everyone else had a good time. Uh, I did. Yeah. Okay. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me just pull up this. Fuck my. Oh, God. Wait. My phone died. Um, we like to finish these <laughs> off <laughs> by leaving. <laughs> A uh, review, and we have a mean one today. Should I read that one? This is a one-star review. This one comes from Iggy139 from the United States of America. Um, (laughs) Subject line is poop. Go listen to Sardonicast. (laughs) The review is, this podcast is really stupid. No one has anything important to say, least of all Karsten. 
all you have to do is look at the amount of time an episode of this is compared to like an episode of Sardonicast to see how much more they have to say than this. I don't understand why Carson has any success because his film reviews are extremely bland and don't say anything substantial about the film. And his negative reviews are even worse, saying stuff like, it's good, but is it that good? <laughs> or I feel like if someone says this, if it's their favorite film, they haven't seen any films. Which is exactly what I said about Palm Springs being higher than a four today. Um, and that's the review. So nothing mean about you, Jeff. So you... Yeah, honestly, I think they were just venting on yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird that they felt that strongly that they... They, they not only do that. hate this podcast, but they, they really love the Sardonicast. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So... Um, <laughs> Which I feel like isn't next. we're not like we're not really like rival podcasts no. or anything. <laughs> Do you know about the Sardonicast, Jeff? I've heard of it. Yeah. I've never listened to I've it. I've never heard of it. It's um Yeah. Uh well we like to wrap things up with reading uh or giving a thank you to our patrons. Um we right. as you guys don't Which based on that review, it's surprising we have any. We we yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh we uh yeah let's just get it. if you want to become a patron go to patreon.com slash carscast where you can get exclusive access to bonus episodes q a's shout outs at the end of every episode um google hangouts or i mean zoom meetings and honestly like so much more um so <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot more if i'm being honest but <laughs> we, uh Oh, that review just threw me <laughs> off. You guys got to understand. Um, so we'd like to thank Allison Grace, Annabelle Falk, Atticus, Atticus Merwin, Blake Root, Boat, Camilla, Dr. Aneurysm, Eden, Ethan Kell, Grant, Holly Edwards, Iron Tusk, 93, Iva, Jacob Colness, Joshua, Kriswicki, Josie Eiler, June Australian Winter, Liv Rob, Lucian Vecina, Martin Deff, Mary Lee Borslow, Moses Ox, Ready Steady, Ernie, Robert Burke, Sergio Palacios, Sophia Arieta, 10 Billion, Vegard Strum, Vera S., Yoki Sasquatch, and Z, next film, next next week's film is Don't Mess With the Zohan. That's, yeah. yeah they have Lucy, uh, Carson actually practices saying that list every night in the mirror. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't. Here's the thing. <laughs> Why did I say here's the I, thing as if I was going to say No, something? I believe it. I believe no, it. I don't. I don't. Um, God, that review was so funny. Um, okay, wait. Did I hear, was that Jeff's mom in there? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it is. All right. Yep. Uh, you know what? I just, before we do our final, like, couple things we're saying, I just want to give my own review of both Carson and Lucy. Okay. Five stars. You know, I, I didn't think of the body of this review, but the, it's five stars for sure. Thanks. Uh, yeah, All better right. than do the Do we Sardonicast. get a like? Do we get a like on there? Oh, yeah. And I heart. also, yeah, I give you, a, like, a little, a little heart, depending on whatever cool. review system it is yeah there we go five stars cool awesome well hey awesome. uh lucy thanks so much for being here again honestly always uh always. surprised yeah. you wanted to come back in the first place so <laughs> after... oh i've been counting the days <laughs> until you asked like i was getting a little amped up like i followed jeff and everything and i was like is he gonna ask is he, <laughs> is he gonna yeah. bring it up yeah we'll have you on in a like a less long period of time mm -hmm. between you know we'll just have like progressively less time that you're on until you're one of the hosts yeah okay okay cool 
Well, uh, does anyone? Do you have anything else to plug, Lucy? Yeah, anything you want to say? Just like, hope you don't hate me on Letterboxd or follow me Letterboxd. I don't have anything to plug. Right. I'm just hanging out. Cool. All right. Yeah. Go read Lucy's variety article. Ah, uh, uh-huh. thanks. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, which we'll uh, we'll link in the description for this. We can do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I link your channel all the time, Jeff. It's a very our <laughs> oh, descriptions awesome. are so funny because it says our Patreon and Jeff's channel, <laughs> but not <laughs> my channel. Because uh, let's be honest, anyone who's listening to the podcast yeah. already subscribes to your channel. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're coming from the Sardonicast. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Jeff, do you have anything to say? Come from the Sardonic. Jeff and not coming back. Uh, yeah. So I mean. I guess, you know, follow my YouTube channel I just started where I, I thank you for subscribing to it with a series of videos at various increments. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah, if that's if that's it, I'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side. <laughs> flip side. Cool.